pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, sweet listener. This is an episode for all you self-lovers out there who are also personal growth nerds, that's the the audience of this podcast, pretty sure, (laughs) and and you're dating. Not everyone who listens to the podcast needs to be dating, but this episode is specifically for those of you who are, whether you're looking for some, you know, something, some traditional long-term life partner thing, or something casual, something open, all the, all the things. But if you're on some kind of dating app and you're looking to connect, um, this is for you. Also, specifically, if you're, I mean, if it's going well, then you probably don't need to listen. I'm talking to those of you who are so self-aware and really like trying to bring consciousness into the dating process. Maybe you've done some self-love work. Maybe you've done some mindset work. Uh, maybe you're, you know, reclaiming what it is that you want and changing gears and you want to be really intentional about where you put your energy. Those are great things to, to do, right? It's wonderful, of course. Why would we do all this work if we're not going to apply it to our lives? That's, that's the point, right? But sometimes we can get a little wrapped up in that work, in our heads, in all the files that we've collected up in there about, you know, from books that we've read and podcasts we've listened to and videos we've watched and reels or TikToks or whatever, any of this kind of dating advice, love languages, attachment styles, astrology, compatibility, values, all this kind of stuff. If you're up in there and you find yourself scanning people, right, when they come across, you know, your app and or even like in the first few messages, you just can't know. You just can't know all these things from messaging or from looking at someone's profile. But sometimes we can get really wrapped up in it, even in the first few dates. I think what happens is you have a really beautiful heart and it's tender and you've been very brave with it in the past. And because you've been so brave with your heart in the past, your heart has likely broken in the past. It might still be a little broken now because you don't get to lose if you haven't loved, right? So if you're coming into dating with, and even if it was a long time ago and you feel quote unquote fine, okay? Even then, coming back into dating, trying to choose a partner or partners, trying to connect with someone on this tender level, It can really activate that fear of like, oh boy, I don't know if I can handle being rejected or rejecting someone else, right? Because it also takes a lot of courage and strength to let someone go and be the person who does the ending of a relationship. 
um, you know, so of course you're scanning, right? It's like a kind of vigilance, right? Like you want to just check. It's like if you're buying a garment and you want to like look at, you know, you can't return it, <laughs> which is already flawed as an analogy because <laughs> you're not stuck with whoever you're dating but right like you check the seams you check the quality you're like okay I want to make sure that this is worth what it is you know so I, I'm putting the effort in of buying it putting my money down taking it home you know I want to make sure that it's in good condition so when we're dating we're going to look at this right I don't want to waste my time I don't want to waste their time and sometimes that's true and there's ways we can do that but sometimes when we say I don't want to waste my time what we're really saying is, I just don't know if I can do this again. I don't know if like, I don't know if I have the energy to be disappointed again. If this is resonating with you, I've got my hand on my heart. I invite you to put your hand on your heart, wherever you are listening or imagine that you are. Because of course you want to protect this. Of course you don't want to be hurt. Of course, you don't want to have really, you know, difficult conversations and be stressed and not know what's going to happen. When we date other human beings, they are as messy and beautiful as we are. So it is unpredictable. And what we're trying to do is, you know, on one hand, yes, we're trying to just be aligned and, and date well and find people who are our people. Sure. Also, we're trying to uh, eliminate or dramatically reduce the element of surprise, the element of surprise often associated with hurt, right? The kind, that kind of surprise of disappointment. I want to remind you here that the element of surprise can also be, you know what? I had a friend in college who seriously found $600 cash in a pair of pants in a secondhand store. <laughs> That's a great surprise. Um, so surprises don't always have to be horrible, right? You never know and you won't know until you do know. But I was speaking with someone about their dating journey and about a specific early, early dating situation. And there was a lot of like conversation around the, the, the signals they were sent, this other person was sending off the things that they said and what that might've meant, um, analyzing and kind of checking things out to see like what's happening where is this going like and now I don't recall I don't I don't recall the details which is fine because I'm not here to <laughs> tell someone else's story but there's a lot I've had a lot of these conversations okay where you're dating and the person isn't really into it they're not really responding in a way that's making you feel very good they're you know infrequent communication is disappointing whatever but in this one conversation I was having with this woman, at some point we were like really deep into it. And then I just stopped and I said, do you even like him? <laughs> and it's like such an obvious question. But I realized partway through, I'm like, something's not adding up. And then I was like, wait a minute, because it didn't sound like this was the kind of man that she was really into anyway. And yet there we were having a conversation solving for, you know, why he wasn't being into her or why he wasn't responding in a certain way. And it's like, at, but at the end of the day, it didn't even matter, right? I think sometimes we can forget if you're someone who's coming in, this isn't going to apply to everyone, obviously, but if you're coming in here and your big fear is rejection, then there might be a lot of focus on that other person and whether or not they will reject you. 
And sometimes we can be so focused on whether or not that other person's interested that we're not actually bringing the attention home. Hello, self-love. Do I even like this person? <laughs> like, You don't just have to pick from like whoever's willing. That's what you're doing, right? It's like, oh, like, like really think about what's going on there. You don't even like, you might not even like that person. They're not demonstrating anything that you're attracted to. And yet you still need to figure out why <laughs> they're rejecting you. It's like, you actually don't. You don't have to ever understand why that person isn't into you. And I don't know who you are. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that person's missing out. <laughs> because I believe that everyone listening to my podcast is truly awesome and a total gem. So I'm just going to say that. Okay. So ask yourself this question when you're dating and things aren't quite right and you're trying to figure some stuff out. It's a little bumpy. Do you even like them though? I know it sounds silly because it's such an obvious question, but you'd be surprised. If you if you have a very quick, well, not really, then <laughs> don't do this. Don't keep pursuing this, whatever this is, right? That's a great, that's a really great sign. Like if you're very quick to answer that question, your gut kind of gives you that, you know, then you know, like, okay, we don't need to do this. And I don't mean like, are you comfortable? It's not the same thing, right? Or, and you might not know if you like them yet, but sometimes, sometimes you have an answer. Sometimes you know you don't like that person. And so it's a really great, simple question to just take that, you know, that layer, the, those of, you know, those kinds of people, the, those kinds of interactions, just like get them off your plate. Don't bother if you don't even like that person, right? And are you having fun? is another one. Because dating, although can be stressful and vulnerable, yes, but if you're getting to know someone in this capacity, there should be some fun here. Are you having any with this interaction? Or does it feel really like you're trying to solve a math problem? Um, or you're, you're trying to figure out, crack some kind of code, right? Are you having fun? The, some of the most powerful coaching questions sounds silly because they're so simple, right? Um, like, what do you want? What do you believe? What else? You know, like these open-ended, simple questions when asked intentionally um, are some of the hardest and most powerful questions to answer. If you're dating, um, do you like this person? Do you even like this person? And are you having any fun? seem kind of obvious, but they can be incredibly helpful. I hope that some of you listening are going, wait a minute, and just <laughs> deleting that message thread. Like, you don't you don't have to do this. You don't have to. Life is short, okay? So, you know, are you giving yourself more love or are you searching for this love in someone else, right? Looking to be chosen or are you choosing? What What is, where do you tend to fall in, in on, on that two ends of that spectrum, right? Where are you in between that? There was a, a moment where I realized um, that I was like really, uh, I thought that I was really strong. I thought that I was choosing and something happened that like turned a little light on and probably was just something like this, like a podcast I heard or someone asking me a really simple but obvious question where I realized, oh my gosh, I'm looking to see who's picking me. 
I'm looking around the room to see who's, who's wanting to choose me. I'm not thinking about who I want to choose. I'm not thinking about what I want. I'm certainly not leading with, am I having fun here? You know, and one of the really, a really helpful thing to do when you're dating, because, you know, even at the time when I had this aha moment, this was like, I had been coaching for a while. I had done a lot of work. I was aware as I am now in many areas of life, but this work is always ongoing. And no matter how much we know or think we know, processed or not, whatever, there's always something. We always have these blind spots, right? That's just always going to be here. There's always, that's exciting. There's always things growing and there's always more to learn. Um, but you know, zooming out, zooming out is so helpful when you are kind of focused inward. Like I didn't even see what was happening. Sometimes you zoom out just a little bit and that's, I think what questions do, right? So when I was like looking around to see who's going to pick me, (laughs) And then I listened to whatever the pod, let's say I listened to a podcast. I listened to a podcast and was like, just asking the question, hey, do you do this? It had me get out from that moment, out of my head, behind my eyes, that one point of view where you don't even see yourself, right? Because you're just looking out at the world through your skull, right? It had me just pull back just a tiny bit. And I was like, oh, I can see more of the picture now. I can see me in the picture now. So I'm going to invite you to do this and to zoom out even further. Okay. So I want you to imagine if you're dating right now, going through some adventures, maybe some mishaps, maybe some like humorous writing material. These are like euphemisms for horrible dates, basically. But if you're doing this right now, I want you to zoom out and close your eyes if you'd like. Imagine yourself as though you are a charmingly maybe neurotic imperfect beautiful human lead character in an uplifting independent film (laughs) uplifting is important because there's a lot of independent film that's wow (laughs) it'll really take you down and I say independent film, and that's my shorthand of saying non-formulaic. Like, we don't know where this is going to go. It's not going to follow the genre. It's not a rom-com where we have all the little pieces that fit, right? We don't know what the story is going to be. So imagine, zoom out and see if you can picture yourself as the lead in this movie. It's, it's an uplifting movie. You can tell by the soundtrack. You can tell by the lighting. And it's an independent film, so you're not really sure what's going to go on, Okay. And we've all seen it, the dating montage in movies, right? We see job interview montage, whatever, right? So zoom out and see this character. Imagine the events that are happening in your life, the coffee date where you got stood up, the 3 a.m. scrolling (laughs) through an app, getting so irritated, the wonderful text conversation you had with that one person, the fabulous unexpected first date that you had with someone else. All of these things, I want you to zoom out and imagine them happening to you, the character in this uplifting independent film. And remember that the camera is sympathetic in this movie. Okay, so that means we are meant to like this character. We're not meant to criticize this character. We're meant to like this. This is the hero of the movie, right? This is the person that you know we can see their flaws. We can see their beauty. 
and we can see what this character doesn't yet realize. As we are watching this character, we can be like, oh, I see where she's gone a little astray, or I see where she's insecure, I see where she's confused, but we know that there's still 52 minutes left in this movie, and so we're like, ooh, we have we have a view of this character's life that the character doesn't yet have, and we are viewing with sympathetic eyes, curious eyes, right? This is exciting. What's going to happen? So imagine that we're watching this character, you, as they, and I'm going to list a bunch of things, but you know, you know what you've been up to. So, you know, make it as personal as you like, but you know, we're watching them as they obsess and swipe. We're watching them as they set up their profile. We're watching them as they scroll and and find the right photos and then delete and then do it. Or they take like 50 selfies in the bathroom and then throw them all out. Okay. We're watching all of these things, this beautiful, vulnerable scenes with whatever music you would like to have playing. We see them making lists of their ideal mate, partner, lover. We see them ignoring red flags or even, um, you know, plucking red flags like, like daisies and like making a bouquet and (laughs) putting that bouquet of red flags in the middle of their table. Like we're watching all of this with this, oh honey, kind of energy, right? Like, oh God, (laughs) we know this is not in her best interests, but okay, there's still time and we believe in her. We believe that she's going to see it. She's going to pull through, right? So there's a little bit of humor that we're looking at this because we're so far out. You know, we're seeing her ignore the red flags, collect the red flags. We're also witnessing scenes of her maybe at a dinner or brunch or at an office where she's coming up with these sweeping uh, theories about why nothing's working for her. She's got theories about about the, the, the men she's dating, the people she's dating. She's got theories about the apps and how the algorithm works. She's got theories about all kinds of stuff that back up why this isn't working. We're watching all of this happen. But again, there's 48 minutes left in the film and we know that of course love is possible for her. Of course great sex is possible for her. She's so adorable. The more we see her, the more we relate because she's so human and everyone's like this. And we see how much she wants whatever it is that she wants, the kind of connection she wants. We see it there and we want it for her too, right? There's that sympathetic lens. We see her frustration and we see her pain and vulnerability in all of this and her desire for this great adventure that she's on, this emotional adventure of dating. So imagine we've paused the movie. We've just seen a montage of her. She's in the thick of it, right? She's overthinking. (laughs) We've had all that, that scene where all the, she's in what, you know, a bunch of different dresses that change colors and the dates keep coming in and out and they're all like, you know, comical and strange and misaligned. We see her with her theories. We see her with her red flags. We can pause the movie right here and we can yell at the screen, (laughs) all the things that we want her to know, all the things that we see that she doesn't yet realize, all the things that, you know, we know about her and that we love about her that we want her to have access to in this particular moment, right? Just the same way we would in a horror movie. We're like, don't go into the barn. Like it's like like that, but with dating (laughs) or just this person's life, right? So if this is you and you are the character in this movie, and you are looking at yourself from a zoomed out distance, 
And you're seeing all of these things, all of these human beautiful things that are happening, all this messy little tangled experiments that you're on with dating. If we pause it here, what do you want to tell that version of yourself? What do you want to tell that character? Was there a, you know, a date that she went on earlier where you're like, you know what? Go back, call that person, give that person a second chance or hey, Go back to the coffee shop where that barista was that was like looking at you or, hey, like this whole app thing is wrong. Get out of there. Take that dance class. You know, like there'll be something, there'll be something that you want to tell that person. What is it? We have wisdom. I believe this. I've seen it and I use it, but we have wisdom that we can access only when we zoom out. Right? When we just get a different, when you zoom out, you have more of a view of the bigger picture. And so you don't want to live there all the time because like, you know, if this character is having fabulous sex on her neighbor's couch, um, you want to zoom in <laughs> and enjoy the zoomed in version probably of that scene, right? But zooming out is where we get information. Zooming out is where we have perspective. I mean, you have perspective all the time, but like, a bigger one, right? You can cover more. You can see patterns. You can see time. It could be a little more forgiving to zoom out. What do you hope happens in the second half of this movie? Because you, you still don't know how it's going to go. Right now you're watching it and you can maybe yell some stuff at her like, like, hey, you know, whatever your advice is, whatever that gut advice is, what is it? What's coming up? Are you journaling about this right now? You could but you also don't even need to. What's coming up in your mind right now as you listen to this? What would you yell at yourself in this beautiful movie? And what do you hope happens? You know, we've all had that experience watching a movie where we're kind of rooting for a certain outcome. We're hoping it goes a certain way. We're not sure yet, but we want it to happen. What do you hope happens for this character? What do you see when you zoom out from this dating experience right now in your life and see yourself through this lens, right? Because all of a sudden it doesn't matter, you know, what this person, other, what the, the dating prospect, what they, you know, how they typed, what sign they are, <laughs> what it means that they wore blue or green or yellow or whatever, right? Like get out of the weeds zoom out a little bit and then come back in come back in for the dates enjoy this experience remember are you having fun remember to have some of that stuff while you're dating and if it's not fun you can just lean right back and take a breather you can zoom out with your imagination and you can also zoom on out just in life like just pause the apps just lean back just take a little breather give yourself that room you know, I always say on this podcast that you are someone worth loving. And I believe that. And when I say it all starts with you, I don't mean that you're like, you know, all the burden of the, you know, that no one else is going to love you and that like you have to do it. It starts with you. It's a spark in you. It's a choice of how you direct your attention. It's a choice of how much you're willing to receive love from others. Very quickly that, you know, we can't do it all by ourselves, but you have so much inside of you. Just this moment, how you've been listening to this and you've been zooming out and zooming back in. That's what I mean. You did that. 
you did that and you very quickly got some kind of little shift in perspective, right? You got a little bit of an insight. Maybe, and I hope it helped you relax a little bit. Go, oh, wait a minute. I'm just, I have been in the weeds. (sighs) I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to call my friends and just go like have a board game night and just like not date this weekend. That happened because you chose to direct your imagination, because you chose to listen to this podcast, because you chose to not just like have it go in one ear and out the other, but you actually decided to like, hmm, I'm going to play with this idea. You get to change the course. You know, if you imagine like an airplane, um, they're, and they have a destination, if they change course by like, three millimeters, whatever, it's like, that's going to completely change where they end up at the end of the journey, right? Like the tiniest shift in degrees in the angle of that uh, flight path is going to really change the outcome. So don't underestimate these little shifts of you just, you know, going for your walk, doing your dishes, listening to a podcast, imagining something Danette says, huh, little shift, little shift in your mind. That's changing the trajectory. That's changing where you're headed. It's not just a little thing. So I want to congratulate you and acknowledge you for doing this. It's hard to see when you're in it, of course. I mean, yeah, like even if, you know, you're in the plane and the plane, you know, you change. I don't know how to, I've never flown a plane. (laughs) But if you just shift the direction a little bit, I don't know how much you feel it, you know. I was once, I probably shared this on another episode, but I was once like doing these tests where I had to put on a blindfold and headphone, sound canceling headphones and walk a straight line. And it was like assessing something about how my body was leaning or like, you know, what was just going on. But basically I thought I walked a straight line. And then the person I was working with said, you know, came and gently took off the headphones and had me take the blindfold off. And I had walked in this very distinct angle off to one direction. And I didn't think so. I thought I was walking in a straight line, which means that I was leaning just slightly to one side. And that changed the course, changed where I ended up completely. I was facing an entirely different direction. It doesn't take much. And you might not feel it in the moment because when I was walking, I did not feel it. (laughs) I I thought I was walking straight, right? So if you're on this dating journey, I just want to say like, hang in there, have fun, ask yourself, do you even like this person? And know that like all of these little ways that you can love yourself more in the process and be gentle with yourself in the process. It's not just something you did today. It's changing the path. And the most more consistently you do these little acts can dramatically change the path that you're headed in love and in your life. Dear listener, of course, you are someone worth loving. I believe it. It all starts with you. Take good care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing these episodes with friends. Thank you to Allison Tarr, who has made this entire thing possible, and Lee Rosefair, who is responsible for the music you might be bopping around to when you listen to this podcast. All right. Take good care, everyone. We'll talk soon.